Well, hey there, everybody. Howdy, howdy, buzzards. This is Macy. This is Nicole. And you're listening to Buzzkillers. Oh my God, I really hope that we didn't I was going to say, did you also try to hold back on that? Because I tried I'm to looking hold at the back sound a little bit. now and it's a little loud. But I can change the master volume there. Yeah, so if we need to, we can drop that back down. Um, <laughs> hello, guys. <laughs> With our new and improved louder sound. Yes. So we've received some notes um, that we are still a little too quiet. We've turned ourselves up before. So we, we did some comparisons. to Let us know if this is a little too hot. Sometimes yeah, we get loud. We do get loud. And that's why I've been worried about yeah. turning it up so much. But so... But we, we kind of listened back to ourselves and did some comparisons and realized that we are a little bit out on the quiet side. So we're trying something new today. So now I think back to every time we've been like, haha, sorry, we probably just blew your speakers. And everybody's like, no, that was probably the only thing I could hear. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> Everybody was like, my volume doesn't go this loud. Um, oh, but yeah. So there's that. We are probably significantly louder today. So let us know. Shoot us some feedback, guys, real quick. You know, we like let to us know if like things aren't like meshing or like. Yeah, guys, we are not professionals. <laughs> I'm self-taught. I just said this. I'm self-taught. <laughs> just because we have 50 episodes does not mean we know what we're doing. <laughs> not at all. No. Not at all. This is this is a daily. We're figuring this out still. So, yeah, I mean, we're open to feedback. So as long as you're kind about it, like our lovely friend who informed us we were a little too quiet was, <laughs> we will listen to your feedback and improve upon it. Um, yeah. So here we are. Here we are. improved. New improved. <laughs> um, and you're here for the third urban legend of the month oh yeah spook spook who's ready for halloween guys we just want to plug this now you know that we're supposed to have five episodes in the month of october (laughs) but we're gonna give ourselves a little break because we've been hinting that we've been having some cool things coming up but they're like on friday it's like two weeks from friday we go and do this. Holy shit. I'm, and we've been planning this for like six months. I'm ago. so excited. So, Nicole, where are we going? You guys, Macy and I and our boys are taking a little bit of a drive a to spooky, another. spooky road trip. We're going to take a spooky road trip. And we are going to drive about probably four to five hours to Connecticut, home of none other than the Warrens. <laughs> And thanks to the Warren's son, they are hosting a Paracon, a paranormal convention. And we get to go and we get to listen to all of these different speakers from in and around the Warren's lives and the paranormal community. We got VIP tickets. So Friday night, we get to go have like more one-on-one interactions with all of these people. And then on Saturday, there's this day-long event where we get to go and there's all these different speakers that go on. There's all of these different events that we can go to. And most importantly, they're bringing out many, many of the items (gasps) from the Warren's personal museum we're gonna get to see annabelle including annabelle <laughs> we're and gonna get to see annabelle this is like the annabelle the raggedy ann doll this is not the cheap ass i mean they said the movie doll is gonna be there too but it's not that over it's probably partially scary. haunted honestly <laughs> probably residually at this point yeah. <laughs> um 
but there's gonna be all this stuff there including annabelle and we got to we got to go see all of that and do all the spooky stuff and we're gonna go there's a wonderful place in connecticut that we're also going to visit because it is macy's husband's birthday so we're gonna take him out to a place called the brew asylum and it is a brewery that they have built inside an old abandoned asylum and it looks so cool. We are so excited. There was another place that we talked about going to explore for a little while, and it was like some Christian like amusement park. Oh thing. my god, that's close, isn't it? Yeah, we figured out it was only like ten minutes away, and I can't remember what it's called right now. Literally, just look up abandoned Christian amusement park. <laughs> <laughs> Connecticut. In Connecticut. Abandoned. We're gonna look it up. Do do Christian theme park. Holy Land. That's Holy what it's La- called. It's literally called Holy Land USA. Holy Land USA. How far is it from there? It's an abandoned Christian theme park. And I we looked this up before and I remember being really excited. I think it's only like 20 minutes away. Uh, we'll have it's to like look t- it up based on where all this stuff is. Because I, I think I did it once we figured out where we, we where we were staying. Yes. And then I kind of like pinpointed everything. We like looked up the Brucellum in the hotel where the Paracon is. And like, guys, we are literally going to be hitting you up with some social media content that day if yes. you are a patreon you are on our close friends list you will be getting to see everything we see i'm literally not putting my camera down the whole day probably like i need to see <laughs> Unless- i need to have like i need to have like evidence that this happened the only time i'll put the camera down is if annabelle says i can't take a picture with her <laughs> oh, oh my god I won't. Um, I, i'm sorry guys nicole can take the picture of annabelle i, I want to take it. a picture with annabelle so bad but if my camera it. malfunctions i'm gonna be like i'm so sorry i'm gonna leave you ask Bye. permission you have to ask permission i know as long as you ask permission, it shouldn't be bad. And then if so. your camera malfunctions, then you say, I'm sorry, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I appreciate you. Don't hurt me. Bye. And, and, you, run, <laughs> and you run away. And then you run very far away from Annabelle. But yes. I mean, <laughs> to all of our fo- to all of our listeners, followers that are, you know, not Patreons, that's okay. You're still going to be getting some yes. content, just not as much content as the Patreons would get and Patreons. You are going to get an exclusive episode where we talk about everything we saw. All the um, people we meet. All the people we meet we and about. things like that. Yeah. So um, just be ready for that. I'm so you're not going to get an episode that weekend, but I mean, it's still, you're pretty fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> You'll get some really cool bonus content. Please understand why we are taking the break. <laughs> <laughs> it's so worth it. And we it's also educational. hope we also hope that you guys spend that Sunday celebrating Halloween in your own spooky way because oh, it's Halloween. It's Halloween. <laughs> like you should be having fun. We always celebrate uh, Halloween the week after. We do, because we have a lot of kids in the family, so we they always do like a children's party, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, goofy mm-hmm. this and that for the kids on actual Halloween, and then we do an adult party the weekend after and it is costumes mandatory costume can, costumes mandatory kids free bring your own booze <laughs> B-Y-O-B. um but yes so we are so excited there is so much spooky stuff coming for you i'm so excited i was like oh my god i was looking at my calendar today and i saw it in like because i'd written it in our you got us those little agendas yes and i read, <laughs> read written it in my agenda and i was like two weeks away 
Oh my God. Oh my God. We've been planning for this for so long, you guys. We, when we found out about it, I can't even remember how long ago that was. It was before the summer. It definitely was. I, we, I remember we were like basically fully booked for this trip. Oh like back, yeah, yeah. Back around Easter time. Like yeah, March we were. Because I think I, yep, yep, we were. Because I remember, I think it was Easter that I was talking to you about the place we And we literally was like, we were, we're like, we have to go. We were like, we can't miss this. Like, this we is like, we have to go to this. And we then we were doing the Warren month. Like, it just all made fucking sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, just all made fucking sense. It all fell into place. And all right. Should we? I just accidentally closed my timer. That's okay. That's all right. We're doing That's good. Okay. <laughs> um. So, wine. Yeah. <laughs> Nicole, what are we drinking? I'm so excited. This. I'm so excited to try this one. We are drinking, drinking. We're drinking. Dear God. We are <laughs> drinking. Haven't even had any of it yet. Um, <laughs> this is Glenora. That is the winery. And it is called Booberry Breeze. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's normally called Blueberry Breeze. I did not mispronounce that. They actually, Macy told me a fun fact before we started this that I want to throw in here, that around Halloween, they actually rebrand the wine bottle <laughs> so that it has like a cute little ghosty on the front and it's called we have Booberry. To, we're going to keep it. Oh, hell yeah. Like we have, he's so cute. He's so freaking cute. And this is actually a blueberry wine. Um, the back of the bottle says it is uh, it says blueberry breeze has the lively flavors of fresh blueberries. The finish is sweet and pleasant. Enjoy this blend of white wine and blueberry juice on picnics or by the lake. And this is actually a New York wine. So this is a local. We're local, so local. excited. I okay. Uh, so I went to a local a local liquor store, um, like two like a week ago, two weeks ago or something. Um, and I wasn't even looking for wine. Tyler was looking for something. Bourbon. Oh, we were making apple cider. We were looking for bourbon for apple cider. Yeah. And um, they had a display that was all like Halloween stuff. It, it wasn't just wines. It was like uh, liquors and, you know, yeah. all that stuff. And I just zoomed in on it and I saw the booberry and it was like $7.99, you guys. <laughs> I was like, you got to get it. Those are the best wines. And then there was another, there's another one that we're going to try that's Halloween themed that I bought at that same purchase. I'm so. I'm excited for that one too. But All right, let's do it. Let's try. Yum! Oh my god, that's like a popsicle. I was gonna say that tastes like I'm drinking a melted, like, like almost like a Jolly Rancher, like a melted Jolly Rancher. Just like, oh my god, that's so good. It's like not like a blue raspberry one, it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not, but it's not overly sweet. No. Like you'd think a blueberry wine would be like. Oh, it's so good. It's actually very good. Well, okay. Oh, I'm happy. <laughs> Nicole. Five. Five mouthfeels? Five mouthfeels. We deserve it after the last one. <laughs> um, After quite literally giving up on the last <laughs> wine we tried. I'm excited that we have, <laughs> we have one that's good. <laughs> Oh, guys, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, it was a time and a half with that wine. We quite literally poured the bottle out and got beer because we couldn't do it. The boys didn't like it either. Tyler didn't like it. Uh, Ryan wouldn't even try it. I told him I didn't like it, and he was like, no. Well, Ryan doesn't <laughs> like wine. Tyler does. He's he's okay with red wines here and there. But he the second I was like, yeah, this was nasty, he was like, no. Because he knows that I, uh, he knows we're pretty similar in wine taste. So he's like, 
nah, if you don't like that, I'm not going to freaking subject myself to that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, Macy, what is our third urban legend about? Oh, my God, guys. I'm so excited about this urban legend. I picked it kind of at the last second. So it was a little bit of a scramble, but it wasn't that hard to research because it was so fun. I mean, it wasn't fun. It's never fun. It's It's sad. It's kind of sad and scary, but... It's sad, but it wasn't like... Okay, so I had started looking up. I had done my Hell's Bridge, and I was going to maybe do like a double episode with the Michigan Dog Man, and I just... I was bored. I didn't like the Michigan Dog Man. I'm sorry. I might do it later, but like right now, I just like couldn't get into it. And um, I was like, I have to change it. And because I was going to like do like like a two parter together. Yeah. Hell's Bridge was short. And then I was like, "Mm, well, maybe I'll just do it for my second case. And then I was researching it more and I was like, and then I was like, no, I have to like wipe the slate clean. (laughs) Start again. (laughs) Do something else. (laughs) Um, And I found Lake Lanier. I'm so excited for this one. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't even like, I was going to be like, do, 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 do. And I was like, <laughs> I'm just so excited. Cause I know, I know some things about this one and I know it's freaky. Lake Lanier guys. First of all, if you live in Georgia, why do you go here? Like, yeah. I, I please don't go here Two, If you've never been to Lake Lanier, don't. <laughs> it's like bad juju it there's just bad juju it was not meant for people it was not meant for people i'm sorry if i gave that away it's literally not meant for people it's not meant for people <laughs> well not that i don't want to give it away okay, i don't want to give it go away. ahead but guys I'll we are talking you. about uh the largest lake in georgia lake lanier yay uh so lake lanier is about one hour north of atlanta it's in the northern part of the state between gainesville and buford um, and it is the number one summer destination in all of Georgia. Why? Uh, yeah, why? No. Uh, the <laughs> reservoir itself is 57.92 square miles, and it provides tap water for almost 6 million people. People drink that shit? Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about why that is. Well, they, they filter it and stuff. I still have problems with that. Continue. Where do you think your water comes from? (laughs) I don't want to know. Please continue. Um, It also has 160 little islands in it. 160? Mm Mm-hmm. And there's 600 miles of shoreline. Maybe that's where freaking Brian Laundrie's hiding. One of those tiny little (laughs) islands on Lake Lanier. Oh, my God. I hope he doesn't get, like, haunted. He knows that nobody will come look for him there because that place is fucked. (laughs) Okay. So, like I said, it has 600 miles of shoreline. So, that's not saying, like like I said, this reservoir is about 60, about 60 square miles, like, long. Okay. But the shoreline, like, all around the, the like, the lake. Yeah. It's 600 miles. Ugh. It's crazy. That's huge. Mm-hmm. And it is on the edge of, I, I found one source that it was on the edge of six counties, but the majority I found said that it was on the border of five i also really need to get my perspectives here because for the love of god we live near the great lakes and i'm like oh my god that's a big lake we literally live on a great lake yeah. <laughs> i mean this is a pretty big lake but that might be bigger <laughs> i think that one might be a little bit bigger <laughs> yeah but this one's interesting because um it is a man-made lake yes this is not a natural lake oh um yes. and it is on 
there, like I said, there was a source that said there were six counties, but I found other sources that said there were only five. It borders five separate counties. Um, Hall County, Forsyth County, Dawson County, Gwinnett County, and Lumpkin County. Lumpkin. <laughs> Lumpkin. Sounds like a lumpy pumpkin. Um, today, the lake contains 625 billion gallons of water. Um, that is the equivalent of 950,000 Olympic-sized swimming pools. And that's, um, that's, a, that's a, lot direct, uh, <laughs> a direct fact from CNN. <laughs> I took that. Thanks, CNN. <laughs> they get credit. Thanks, CNN, for that. Because I was like, how much water is in this fucking the thing? How the fuck do you measure that? I don't know. I have no clue. Um, Science. <laughs> so the project had actually... Um, the, the reservoir building project had actually been like an idea in the Georgia gov for like the state of Georgia government for a while. But because of the great depression, <laughs> things had to like be completely put on hold because they didn't know when they were going to be able to build it. Yeah. But they finally got the like, okay in 1946 um, and the Jeez. chamber of commerce and the industrial bureaus uh, struck a deal to make plans um, for what would eventually be Lake Lanier. Um, and right from the beginning, the creators are in disagreement. They can't agree on the location. They can't agree on the name. They can't agree on its purpose. They can't agree on anything. <laughs> um, and the lake was actually already in construction when the name was chosen. Oh. Like they didn't even have a name for what this project was. How did they name it? Because it's such an odd name. We're going to talk about it. Yay! Okay. <laughs> and we're going to talk about it. Um, the Buford Dam, which is the dam that, um, you know, stops the Chattahoochee River mm -hmm. and lets the water flow in into the lake. Yeah. Um, began construction on March 1st of 1950. Um, the government decided eventually that they wanted to provide water. Sorry, I just sound like I like water, <laughs> water um, and hydroelectric um, power to Atlanta, because at this point, Atlanta is like a bustling, hopping, I don't know, <laughs> up and coming, up and coming place. place. <laughs> yeah, the fancy place. <laughs> um, the metropolitan area is just booming. Yeah. And um, so they're like, well, we need. To give these people water to drink. Yeah. And we also need to give them electricity. Um, so to create the reservoir, the government gave 700 families. I read that it was like between, like some articles said it was 250 families. I'm thinking that those specific articles are about a specific town that is located in the reservoir. But if okay. you see that, if anybody does their own research on this and sees the 250 number, I did see that. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's just for that specific town yeah, that like they talk about. And then it's overall. It's yeah, yeah. Overall, bigger. I think it was 700 families. Um, the government offered them money for the land. And some of this land, these farmers and homeowners and shopkeepers and whatever else had been on for generations. That's been living there awful. forever. Um, I'd be like the old guy in Up. I'd be like, nah, bitch, go away. So the government realized that they were going to have to move six churches, 15 businesses, and 20 cemeteries. We're going to talk about this a little bit more. Oh, God. But 
Lisa Russell, who's the author of Underwater Ghost Towns in North Georgia, I and mean, this is a quote from her book, at first the government assured landowners that they were being paid for the true value of the land and buildings, but residents found it a hard price. Um, wait, but residents found it hard to price. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Generations of memories, hard work, and deep roots. Seriously, though. Um, but eventually the government for this project did purchase 56,000 acres of farmland. Wow. Um, and the very first piece of land to be purchased by the government was in 1948. It was called Shadburn's Ferry. Um, and it was sold by 81-year-old Henry Shadburn. <laughs> um, he had a 100-acre farm that the uh, government paid him $4,100 for. In, to- uh- in today's... <clears throat> currency that would only be forty five thousand dollars oh my god that poor man was so ripped off so ripped off most land was purchased by the government for approximately fifty dollars an acre it give or take i saw others i saw other sources that said it was 30 so it's between 30 and 50 dollars an acre (laughs) nicole's like i don't like that other residents um that refused (laughs) to sell had their land seized and they were forcibly removed from it. Yeah. Oh my God. You know, mm, that's a so much better government. And here, here's a shitty amount of money to leave behind your entire life. Like everything you've built over generations, your family, what you know, your memories, your home. Here's a crappy amount of money. Oh, oh wait, you don't want that money. Oh, too bad. Get out. That's literally what they did. Mm-hmm. That's awful. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that's so awful. God, guys, this just literally gets more awful. I hate, I hate that. Um, so many families in the end, like after all of this was said and done, actually regretted taking the settlement, um, because they realized they couldn't live on the money. It wasn't enough. Yeah. Um, the Buford Dam, like I said, that's the um, it feeds the lake with water from the Chattahoochee River. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the dam took six years to build. Wow. And they began in, in 1950 um, and cost $45 million to complete. Jeez. Um, the purpose of the dam and of the reservoir mm-hmm. um, was to manage navigation through the river and flood control. Um, and like literally there's only been a handful of flooding incidents since the dam has been put in. So like hmm. serves its purpose. Um, the U S army Corps of engineers started creating the reservoir itself, like actual lake, the actual lake, mm-hmm. um, in 1956. And it was finally filled to completion in 1959. Like, that's how big this fucking thing is. It took years to fill it. Three years? Mm hmm. To fill it. Holy crap. Um, and literally, when they finally had their opening ceremonies for this shit, 5,000 people showed up to, like, see it. Here's the lake. (laughs) Yep. Um,. A lake that we spent way too much money on and didn't pay people enough for their land for. But to do this, to create this reservoir, mm-hmm. here is what the government had to do. Oh, no. 
The government removed anything from the area that they deemed dangerous. Anything made of wood was deconstructed and relocated. Or they just burned it down to its concrete foundations. Um, Like homes people had lived in for generations. They just burned them. Um, They uprooted trees, other wooden structures like um, barns. Their major bridges were pulled out. Um, But a lot of concrete structures and brick structures were left behind. This included homes, roads, toll gates, and historical landmarks. That's crazy. There were even ferries that were used to go across the river before the dam and the reservoir were created that they literally left to like rot underneath this water. Like you can go down into this water and find like these ferries from the 1950s that like they are literally rotting at the bottom of this lake, rusting away. These are things that they could have taken and sold off in order to get money to pay the people for their land. Yep. Oh, I hate the world. Okay. (laughs) And like I said, (laughs) the government was also tasked with relocating 20 local cemeteries. Um, Some graves were moved because like there was family in the area and the family kind of was like into it and wanted their loved one taken out um, and, and relocated somewhere else. But other graves were from like the civil war before that even so some of those people didn't even live like the ancestors of those people didn't even live in the town anymore so who like you'd have to go traipsing all over the country to find this person's relative to ask them if they want them their grave relocated yes the answer should just be yes if you don't get an answer the answer is (laughs) yes um so some graves were moved but Others, they say, weren't. And they were submerged when the water filled up the reservoir. Like, and there's evidence that this is true. So. I know, I've seen it. And it still shocks me. They also um, submerged (sighs) an an old auto racing track called the Looper Speedway. It was a half mile uh, dirt track. Um, The bleachers, like, themselves were moved. But the concrete block foundations of the bleachers were left behind. Um, So when there was a drought, like recently, I saw two different sources, 2001 and 2007. Believe what you will. But a drought caused the reservoir to to lose 15 feet of water. Whoa. And when it lost 15, and like, this is like a huge lake for the whole lake to lose that amount of water. That's a lot. That's a lot. And so when the water level was going down you could see the concrete blocks of these bleachers that's crazy um oh my god so and any building or structure that was taller than the 35 foot water level line like basically so 35 feet down was where they were allowed to sit Mm -hmm. so like anything that was 35 feet down was like okay but anything that went above 35 feet they like either removed or like destroyed because like a boat can't pass over something yeah that like that would have been like a giant obstruction of a boat Mm -hmm. but this meant cutting down lots of trees yeah um so (laughs) they okay hang on i just got lost okay 
<laughs> this is from 11 Alive, an article I read online. Um, Forsyth County Fire Department Division Chief Jason Shivers said when they were building the lake, they raised the water level up to a certain point and stopped filling the water. The construction companies floated around on boats and cut off the treetops um, at what the surface of the water was then. And then they let the they let it fill back up. Okay. So they drained it to the height the trees needed to be cut to. No, they didn't drain it at all. So they let it like they let it they opened it up. They opened up the dam, right? Oh, okay, they only they filled it, it so they much. They let it fill up to 35 feet. Gotcha. Or okay, wherever sorry. that would have been. Sorry, I, I got that they backwards. They stopped <laughs> the dam because that's part of what it can do. They stopped it. And then they went around and cut off tops of trees and stuff. That's that, so weird. So you can that's, literally that's really weird. swim down in Lake Lanier and see there's, a tree. There's like dead trees. I mean, they're probably real alive because of all the water. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I mean, they're not they're not real alive, but like, don't they need water to live? You see why I kill my plants? <laughs> <laughs> you see why I have fake plants? I'm talking to the girl that killed the cactus. Oh, I got you. Um. <laughs> I, kill, I killed. Um, What's that one? They only water like once a month an air plant no like a succulent um, a succulent yeah well honestly I, I didn't notice that it had outgrown its pot it uh, needed to yeah, end that pot, happens and i didn't even think about that and that's why it died you know when i when i graduated college i when i used to go out with my friend emily and we used to go to walmart and they had all these cute little succulents in these little white pots and they were these cacti that were colored and there was like red ones and blue ones and they were like brightly colored and I really love the red ones. So when I graduated, she like, and I was moving away, she got me this little plant to take with me. I didn't even get it home. Aww. All of its little arms fell off in the car ride home. And then over the next like week, it just shriveled. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, I called her. I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was like, I can't even keep a cactus alive. Oh. I have the worst, the worst green thumb. So, Nicole, you asked earlier, where did this thing get its name? I did. Excuse me. <laughs> Lake Lanier was named after the 18th century Georgian poet. Georgian, like from Georgia. Yeah. Not like there's a country, isn't there? I think you're right. Yeah. I don't um, know. I was so that's really why I'm saying, bad like, at geography. Georgia, Georgia, USA. Um, this 18th century Georgia poet, Sidney Lanier. Okay. Um, who wrote Song of the Chattahoochee. I don't think it's an actual song. I think that is just the title of the poem. That's why sometimes when I see the name, it says Lake Sydney Lanier. Okay. Mm. It's, it's technically Lake Sydney Lanier. Gotcha. Um, technically, but they shortened it to Lake Lanier. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> want to know some fun fact about Mr. Sydney? He, he was a Confederate private. Oh, dear God. So they named this lake after a Confederate soldier. No wonder this lake is so bad. <laughs> it just gets worse. <laughs> it just literally gets worse and worse. Um, and it is alleged that the sons of the Confederate veterans petitioned for this name. But that's just alleged. It's not. Okay. I don't know how true that is. Um, so you want to hear the poem? Yes. Okay, I have it right here. Bring it on. Out of the hills of Haberham, down the valleys of Hall, I hurry amid to reach the plain, run the rapid, and leap the fall. 
split at the rock and together again, except my bed or narrow or wide, and flee from folly on every side, with a lover's pain to attain the plan, far from the hills of Habersham. I think the first one was supposed to be Habersham too, but maybe I misspelled it. It's okay. Sorry. <laughs> far from the valleys of Hall. That is, that is a poem. It's a beautiful poem. Nice. But he's a Confederate soldier. <laughs> so there's that. Um, and that's how, that's how it got his name. You're like, oh, cool. A poet. And then you're like, fuck. Damn it. <laughs> racist poet. You had one job. <laughs> you're a racist. How can you be like a creator of art and be racist? I don't get it. I don't, I don't know any like artists or musicians or like, I mean, I don't even know any like, like I, I like in, in an art, like in the art community and I've never met someone racist in that community. Not of off the top of my head that I remember. So like, this is the, this is the first I've learned of that. But we also live in a very different time though. That's true. That's true. That's true. Okay. My friends, I said before, and I'll say it again, it just gets worse from here. <laughs> so this is not the first time people have been displaced from this area. Mm -hmm. The very first inc incident of this was in the 1930s um, when Cherokee farmers had their land stolen by white settlers. Mm, of course. Um, white settlers purchased the land from the government and were given a legal bill of sale uh, and other documents giving them legal claim to the land. And because Cherokee did not understand what all of this was, um, the Cherokee families were forced to leave um, and they were eventually shipped off to a reservation, but not before hiding in the woods for several years. Like literally they just like went and hid in the woods. Interesting. Like, they found other places to live, but they, like, didn't go far. Good for them, I mean. I'd be like, this is my land. Fuck you. Right? This is my um, land. But there's another incident. We're going to talk about the shitty town of Oscarville. Shitty. <laughs> God. Okay. Guys, this I'm just going to say right now, big-ass trigger warning. Okay. There is a lot... This is triggering. B-A-T-W. Um, there's going to be a lot of like racial tension here. And please remember, this is history. Um, in 1912, the white community of Oscarville forcibly removed um, 1,100 black residents from the town. Um, and this is just one of the towns that was flooded to create Lake Lanier. There were, there were several um, the black community was comprised of residents who had been freed after fighting in the Civil War. So, like, it's, like, generations of, like, these black residents who have been, whose, like, families were part of that, of the Civil War and had fought and yeah. been freed. Um, they worked on cotton fields, um, did odd jobs around town. Um, they, but they made, like, good live, a good living for themselves and they had a very thriving community yeah. with schools churches 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 <laughs> love going to churches created, they had schools churches and i started to say church and small businesses at the same time churches <laughs> Church. um schools churches small businesses um 
But on September 12th of 1912, 18-year-old Sleepy May Crow was found very badly beaten and raped in the woods very close to town. Mm. Very close to actually where Lake Lanier is now. Like, Jeez. on the border of it. Um, and just putting this out here, she was a white woman. Um, authorities believed she had been struck um, from behind while she was walking home from her aunt's house and was dragged into the woods. Uh, her body was found half naked underneath a pile of leaves. And some say, some sources said that she was beaten so badly that her eye was dislodged. Oh. Um, she'd been struck in the head with a rock three times and um, was still conscious when they found her, but later died in the hospital of her injuries. Yeah. Um, Rob Edwards was one of the men who ended up getting arrested, not even arrested. It's not even just blamed, just blamed for this crime. Um, Rob Edwards was a black man and his only crime was that he was in the area of the time of the murder because she was murdered. She was. She was murdered, but not by. But they don't know by who. By they literally just they held just on to a narrative. Basically, and ran with it. Gathered a crowd of people they didn't like, covered their eyes and spun in a circle with their finger out and stopped and pointed at somebody. Literally, like, this just gets oh guys. Oh my god, it's terrible. Um, they beat him with crowbars. Oh my and god. And dragged him behind a wagon, Jesus. and then unlawfully hung him from a telephone pole. Um, and shot his lifeless body with rifles. Oh, my God. Yeah. Later on, two other black boys are arrested. So they kill this guy, and another two are arrested. Like... They, they were just using this as an excuse. Yeah. Uh, Ernest Knox, who was 16, and Oscar oh Daniel, who was 17. Oh, babies. Um, Sleedy had apparently accused Knox on her deathbed. Um, that's very unlikely, considering she probably did not regain consciousness before she died. Yeah. So, story. There was also a story that um, a pocket mirror belonging to Knox was found at the scene. Something they probably just Planted took from her bedroom and put there they also submitted 16 year old Ernest Knox to a mock lynching where wow. they coerced a confession where, from him where he named several other boys oh and I guys like this so this whole timeline was a little murky I couldn't tell if Rob Edwards and like Ernest and Oscar were all were all arrested at the same time or if um like I'm not sh- I'm not sure but like Rob Edwards also died from this crime. He like but the timeline's kind of murky. I'm yeah. not sure if he was even in jail. There was one account that said that like he was taken to jail and then taken out of the jail. Like it was all very like or they the, just like go like, to no his house from and this like time guys like the, like these people don't want to admit that they ever did this. No. Like it's it yeah. Anyway. Um both men uh, Ernest and Oscar were put on trial and found guilty all in one day. Um, and they were sentenced to death by hanging, which was against state law. Public hanging. 
public. <laughs> I hate this. 8,000 people showed up to view their public execution because blinders had been set up so that the public could not see, but they were conveniently knocked down the day before. Then you move it. Yeah. I mean, you don't hang them anyway, but like, because they didn't do it. But and you know, like, but what the fuck? A few days, and like, this is all just like, being sensationalized in the papers and like and there had been another assault a few days previous to Sleedy's of a woman named Ellen Grease she was a prominent far- farmer's wife um, who was allegedly assaulted by two black men just days before like I said um, I, and the one date I found was September 5th of 1912 okay um, she accused Tony Howell and Isaiah Perkle of attempted rape Jesus and claimed that they had been startled and, sco- and scared away by her mother before they could, like, really do anything. Um, the both were imprisoned and were awaiting trial. While this is happening, a preacher, I found two names for him. There was one called Grant Ellen and one called Grant Smith. So, like, Grant. I'm just going to call him Grant. Grant. <laughs> um, he was a preacher in the black community. Yeah. And he pleaded with the sheriff to let the boys go due to lack of evidence. Um, but obviously that didn't work. What a good man. And later speculated at a community barbecue with all the black residents that uh, possibly Ellen Grease had consented to relations with these boys. Oh. Yeah. Um, the white community heard about that and kidnapped him. And they That's were, always the proper response. And they horsewhipped him publicly. Until he Jesus. almost died and the sheriff, Bill Reed, intervened. I. Mm, yeah. So. I would not have done well in the past. What does the white community decide that that's a great idea to do? They create a vigilante group called the Night Riders. Can anybody say Ku Klux Klan? Yep. Um, <laughs> Just yep. Yeah. Um, the night of Sleety May Crow's funeral, I saw an article that said it was on September 23rd, but again, dates were hard to find. Yeah. Um, the night riders gathered at the town crossroads with guns and dynamite. Of course. With the intent of driving out the black community. Um, Jesus. And all of this, like I said, was like being fueled by news reports that are like blowing all of this out of like, like they're just sensationalizing it. And they also had the support of Sleety May's parents. Um, her parents went on record saying they wanted to be rid of the black community and called them the fiends of hell. You are the fiends of hell, you assholes. Yeah. Um, the night Riders would throw stones through windows, shoot guns through front doors. They killed their livestock. They burned their oh furniture. God. They burned their homes and churches. Jesus they left Christ. messages giving on their doors, giving black families 24 hours to leave or else. Um, I hate this. Towards the end of all of this, all they had to do was leave like a twined bundle of sticks on their front door and like they would just leave. Like that's all they had to do. Was put like a bunch of twigs that they had tied together with twine on their porch. Like this is how scared these people were. They were like, you're marked. Oh my God. Like you're next. And they would just go. It was so scary. Um, oh, property deeds. Oh, wait, wait, wait. 
Oh, yeah. Property deeds that belonged to black residents were given to their white neighbors without bills of sale or transfer papers. And 98% of the black community ended up fleeing in fear from Oscarville. Jeez. Um, after they were pushed out of town, threatened out of town. Yeah. Oscarville, um, like, was fine. They, like, got through the Great Depression. They were like, oh, that's it. They were like, they were living, they were living fancy. Assholes. And... To this day, Forsyth County, which is where Oscarville was located, has an incredibly racist history. Um, in the 2019 census, only 4.45% of the population in Forsyth County was black. Wow. May I ask what their actual like f- overall population is, like number-wise? I didn't get that. Jesus Christ. But literally, there, like, there are other articles about like they didn't just drive out oscarville they drove out the entire county so it starts in oscarville but then it just spirals oh my god so i looked it up from the 2019 census forsyth county had a population of 244,252 people and only 4.45% of those people are black. That's horrible. Yeah. Um, I don't blame blame anybody for not wanting to return there. Nope. Screw that. Well, I mean, now it's covered in water. Oscarville is. That's, that's fair. Not all, of Forsyth, <laughs> not all of Forsyth County. Okay. So I'm going to get back into the lake here a little bit. Um. The lake is 250 feet at its deepest, and one of the very one of the very deep points of the lake is actually um, right by the dam. It's about 211 feet deep, um, and that's deeper than the Statue of Liberty is tall. Oh crap! <laughs> yeah. Um, and like I said, this is the largest largest lake in Georgia, and it's the biggest tourist attraction. It brings in almost it brings in between seven to eleven million visitors every year. Oh. And activities you can enjoy on the lake are boating, fishing, canoeing, kayaking, and wakeboarding. Uh, there is a beach and a water park. No, there are ten full service marinas with restaurants, no. gas pumps, um, docks, uh, pump out stations, and bo- storage. Fuck no. Um, there are also activities off of the lake. You can hike. You can golf. You can go to the equestrian center and take a ride on your horse around the length of the lake. Your face was just fantastic while you said that. <laughs> um, there are 68 parks and recreation areas, 122 Jeez. campgrounds, and 1,200 campsites. Oh, my. But also, th- 675 people have died there since its opening. You know... Cash. Facts. <laughs> um, sources stated <clears throat> that a lot of these accidents occur um, after Memorial Day and taper off like once the school year starts. That makes sense. Um, it's also called Party Lake. And a lot of the accidents and drownings are alcohol related. Oh, yeah. fun. In 2013, they uh, like the government actually had to change their like legal limit for like driving a motor a boat a i boat. remember that yeah from point 
0.10 to 0.08. That's like, like that's, the legal limit that you can be drunk. It's the same as driving a car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it was getting so bad. They were like, you guys can't handle this responsibility. No. <laughs> you can't handle it. Um, People underestimate how hard it is to actually drive a boat. Yeah. Since 1994, there have been close to 200 deaths at the lake. Um, and this lake, guys, was not designed for recreational purposes. It was designed to manage flooding, to provide water and power. And there, it like also was like about animals, like preserving animals too. Wildlife. I, wildlife. Like a wildlife preserve. You have so much forest around this lake. Yeah. Like literally. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Forsyth uh, County Fire Department Division Chief Jason Sheever said, um, and this is from 11 Alive again, recreation was a side note for the project. It was primarily intended for flood control and providing water for metropolitan Atlanta. Like a side note. And now it is the biggest tourist attraction in Georgia. That's crazy. Um, It has the highest rates of boating accidents, drownings, and disappearances anywhere in the country. Holy shit. Um... And it has triple the amount of fatalities and accidents on the lake than the next most active lake in Georgia. My God. There are 10 to 20 deaths estimated per year. Why do people go here? And 27 (laughs) of these bodies have never been recovered. How many? 27. Oh, dear. No. No. Um, And weird, weird bodies of those who have drowned sometimes are find, found miles away from where the incident occurred. Guys, it just gets real weird from here. And y'all just remember, that's not only those, those 27 missing bodies of people that have died and not come back, but it's like, there's also graveyards down there still. Yeah. <laughs> so ah. this, this is from um, an article. This is a quote from... Um, in the know, an article that I read for this. Um, Buck Buchanan, a diver in Lake Lanier, told WGCLTV in October. Um, oh, in October 2007, that sometime, time, sometimes he could feel body parts in the lake. You reach out, and, and then this is a quote from him. You reach out into the dark, and you feel an arm or a leg, and it doesn't move. Nobody has been able to lay them to rest. They're on the bottom of Lanier. Hopefully you can find them before they find you. I never want to see this place. I don't even want to drive past this place. I never, like, fuck, fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> um, debris from the lake's construction, sunken boats, lawn chairs, fishing, fishing wire, and low visibility all make the factors of rescue efforts so difficult. <sighs> um, and it has one of the most dangerous underwater habitats in all of the United States. Um, we watched that. Yeah. That thing and just... I won't ruin it too much, but I remember like watching him. It was like a diver in that that water and watching him try to fight those currents. Yeah, it was raining and like I don't think they were <sighs> actually in Lake Lanier though. What do you mean? Of course they were. I don't think they were. I think they were in the next largest lake over. I rewatched it, and now I'm confused because I've not found anything that says Lake Lanier is 300 feet deep, and they said it what that other lake was. Huh. 258 is like the number I could find. I mean, maybe they just rounded it up to 300. I mean, maybe just it's to be possible. dramatic or something. I mean, maybe I don't know. Maybe I heard all of it wrong. 
but whatever that's so <laughs> weird weird i was gonna say why would they like talk about lake lanier and then be like we're gonna go dive in a different lake and not say anything about it that would be weird yeah i think they did though and it confused me that's what i'm saying i think we missed it the first time that's bizarre anyway guys i digress um a uh sergeant chris temple from the hall county sheriff sheriff's dive team um said diving in lake lanier probably is one of the most dangerous things i've done in my career and that's from 11 alive um, divers often endure extremely cold water conditions, zero visibility as they get closer to the bottom, and other underwater hazards that make, uh, like, get investigating, like, impossible. Um, Sergeant Temple also told a story of a time where he was diving and he fell into a submerged well in the lake. Like, a family well that was for their house, and they didn't cover it, and he fell into it. I would have had the world's largest panic attack. Um, and divers in the lake often suffer bouts of decompression sickness. And this is the first thing that popped up on Google when I searched it. Um, decompression sickness is mm -hmm. a disorder in which nitrogen dissolved in the blood and tissues by high pressure forms bubbles as pressure decreases. Symptoms can include fatigue and pain in muscles and joints. Literally, people get like drunk and get disoriented and then can do not great things yeah. in the water. Um, <laughs> you can also get very serious staph infections from Lake Lanier. Fun. Because there is a very specific strain of staph that is found in the silt at Lake Lanier. Why do people keep going here? Yeah. Dear God. Um, and the wa water, le with water levels dropping, people can see more and more of the debris. Like I said, like yeah. the, the, like the, those stands aren't all that's down there. Um, and the water level is so low in certain places that you even can't get through by boat. Um, within 20 feet of the shore, even in knee high water, you can take a steep off or steep a step. <laughs> you can take a single step off of a ledge and be submerged in 30 feet of water in seconds. Oh, fuck that. Because you literally fall off a cliff. Nah. My thalassophobia my is like, no. Um, and now some areas of the lake are restricted to keep visitors from getting hurt. But literally people will like just ignore that. Duh. The, the people are stupid. The government um, has actually made like safety things that they want people to read before. Like they've tried to like make it accessible so that people know the dangers of the lake and well, yeah, but they do what just, they can do, you know, whatever. It's just um, like when you, when you walk onto a beach on Cape Cod, there's a giant sign that says, please like, please, please be on the lookout. There's great white sharks around and people are like, okay they just go walk onto the beach anyway like nope they're you're gonna look at that and go all right and then just keep walking like a sign only does so much right but you know what's weird is that a lot of drowning de deaths that happen at the lake occur very close to the shoreline where the conditions are often calmer and um most people that have died from drowning accidents in the lake have, have have been said to be very good swimmers so what the fuck is in that lake nothing i want to fuck with <laughs> demons demons um it's all the pissed actually, off people that are buried under it still oh my god well guys everybody thinks the lake is cursed that was literally going to be my, almost my next thing, but I'm going to talk about it. Probably is. <laughs> one, of the, one of the very, um, one, one very tragic death that I do want to mention. It's actually kind of 
um, a lot of people know about this particular incident. Um, Usher's stepson, like the Usher tonight. I'm gonna love, love you tonight. That guy. That guy. <laughs> His stepson, Kyle Glover, was actually killed in a jet ski accident on the lake in July of 2012. Um, he was tubing with a friend when uh, a family friend named Jeffrey Hubbard struck Kyle and his friend while on a jet ski. Jeez. Um, Kyle was taken to the hospital, but eventually was declared brain dead. And after six days was taken off life support. Um, And Jeffrey Hubbard was sentenced to four years in jail for this and found guilty um, and charged with serious injury by vessel, reckless operation of a vessel, unlawful operation of a personal watercraft and a boat traffic violation. Wow. This is not the only case I found about this. There was another mother. I didn't write this down, um, but there was another mother who's uh, a man was intoxicated and knocked into her boat with his boat very fast and killed two of her sons. Oh my God. Um, Accidents like this on Lake Lanier are common. Very common. Why would anybody would want to go here? Anybody. So. Locals believe that because all of this fucking shitty stuff that has happened. Before the creation of Lake Lanier, during the creation of Lake Lanier, submerging the graves has caused the lake to become cursed. Mm -hmm. And it is haunted by those whose graves were disturbed by the creation of the lake. Um. They say, like, (coughs) excuse me, Um, people who have survived drownings Mm -hmm. at the lake um, say that phantom arms were reaching up from the waters and were grabbing them and trying to pull them down. Um, People claim to hear church bells from a church that was submerged. But Caesar Yabor, a spokesman for the um, U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, said that this was not possible. Um, This is from CNN. No such structure was known to be left behind due to the height issue if it had a steeple as well as the floating wood issue. So, I mean, I also just don't think you would hear it. It's just like the phantom bells. Like, you know how you feel like a phantom limb? Yeah. Like, it's not there anymore, but you can hear it. Yeah. Like residual energy, maybe. Exactly. Um, Visitors report rogue waves that come out of nowhere and capsize boats and then disappear. Um, other reports have come in about boats colliding with unknown forces um, and then like their boat sinks. And when there's an investigation, nothing is found. There's no other boat. There's nothing. Nothing in the water that would have done that. Um, people see ghostly kayaks floating on the water. One of the legends that comes from Lake Lanier. Mm-hmm. I called him the raft man. The raft man. And I think it's possible residual energy. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a man who is on a raft that is being paddled across the lake. He's a cloaked figure with a lantern. And then he ju- like he shows up and as quickly as he appears, he vanishes without a trace. Uh, no. There's um, a story nope. that I read um, on a website called Southern Gothic. I wrote raft man story. Fun <laughs> story. Um, there were these two fishermen who went out onto the lake around um, 1 a.m. And it was like an autumn night. I don't know why they were fishing at 1 a.m., but they were. Um, and they spotted the raft 
across the lake. Um, but they knew that patch of lake was supposed to be like 45 feet deep. And he had like a pole that he was like, oh, yeah, like it was like, like, it's like the, he was touching the bottom. Like you t- yeah, you like put it on the bottom and you like yeah. pull yourself forward. But it's like but 45 like, feet deep. It's for like shallow water. That's not. Yeah, yeah exactly. That They were like, what the fuck? And he has this lantern. Um, so he has no trouble pushing the raft. Like, what the fuck? Um, at some point. I don't know if he was sitting, but at some point he either gets up and yells something or just yells something and then dives into the water into their direction. No. And the they and they're like, what the fuck? So they like pack up their shit. They're getting ready to go. And when they turn around with their flashlights. Don't tell me he's right behind the boat. No, he's gone. Oh, he's gone. Okay. Fucking Christ. nothing's there. Like no <laughs> sign of a raft. No sign of the guy. Nope. They were like they were both like he was coming right towards us. Like what the fuck just happened? My and it would have been cold. The water would have been cold. I would have been crying. I would have been crying. I would have been like, the second he jumped in the water and started like coming at my boat, I was like, oh my. Well, they weren't in a boat. I think they were on the shore. Oh, like fishing okay. close to the shore. Okay. So that's scary. That is scary. Um, There's also an entity that people call the Lady of the Lake. So the Lady of the Lake is a spirit that is seen walking across the Dawsonville Highway Bridge. And this has a correlation with a real life story that occurred on the bridge um two women Susie roberts and um delia may young uh were driving on a bridge well hang on um in so in april of 1958 they were driving to the green gables which is a roadhouse in dawsonville georgia or was at the time okay um they had they had actually like stopped at a gas station and were like we're not paying. Bye. They just like zoomed out of there and didn't pay for their gas. Um, Guys, karma's a bitch. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but while um, they were driving across the Dawsonville Highway Bridge, uh, Susie lost control of the vehicle and um, her car crashed over the right side of the bridge. Oof. Now, the only physical evidence of this accident were the skid marks from her tires. Um, the body of a woman... Uh, was found one year after the accident in 1959. One year? They were unable Lord. to identify her at the time, and they were unable to determine a uh, cause of death because of decomp. But her body was missing both of its hands and two toes on her left foot. Um, and her body was buried eventually in 1970. And this is a quote from buffalo news um john ward whose family whose family mortuary kept the remains about 20 years uh what did did i write john ward was the man whose family mortuary kept the remains about 20 years and hoped something someone would identify her he kept them and they finally buried her in alta vista cemetery in an unmarked grave that's really sad Susie's body definitely Susie was recovered when her 1954 Ford was discovered at the bottom of the lake in November in 1990. Wow. 30 years after her death. Oh, my God. Um, they were reconstructing the bridge that was going across the lake um, when their heavy equipment struck her car underwater. She'd been tangled up in a bunch of, like, tree... Tree remains. Tree remains, <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Um, 
she was submerged in 90 feet of water on a steep slope. Wow. Um, and they pulled up the car and found a skeleton inside. That's terrifying. Susie was identified by her dental records, a purse, and a ring. Oh, wait, a purse, a ring, and a watch um, wow. that they all, that her family knew that she had. The watch had actually stopped at approximately 1130, which was the time of the crash. Oh, um, so the legend is that some claim that the spirit of a woman in a blue dress, which was the same color that Delia was wearing that night, um, with no hands, uh, uh, walks across the bridge, pacing it, like looking confused at night. Um, some also say that people, um, get attacked by her. And get dragged down into the water. She um, seems friendly. Because um, <laughs> it was later assumed after Susie's body was found. Mm-hmm. That the woman f- found in 1959 was Delia. They just assumed that it was her. Basically. Yeah. And they buried her next to Susie. They remarked her grave um, in, in 1990. And now they're buried together in Alta Vista Cemetery. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the... It's so scary. Like, there's a woman in a blue dress with no hands walking across the bridge at night. Like, what the fuck? That's scary. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I do not like that. Um, There's also another ghost rumored to be in the woods. Um, There are two different stories about her. Um, One is that she was a university student that hung herself in the woods. The other was that she was a girl hanging out with friends on the lake when she drowned. It's just the spooky spirit. Who knows if there's any real um, truth to it? Yeah. Not that I can find. Um, there was also a um, account that the Gainesville Times reported um, that locals believed that there was an incident in 1903 that killed 88 people. And when the site of their death was disturbed by the creation of the lake, they began to haunt the area. Yeah. But again records i don't know yeah there are also claims in the lake of giant catfish giant um there's a legend about a truck in 1980 that was carrying live chickens that crashed in like off of the bridge and into the water and when they went to investigate they found the catfish that were that were like the size of a 12 year old boy other reports said they were the size of a volkswagen like what kind like like you, you, those are two very different things. Is is it a twelve year old boy or is it a Volkswagen? Like that is a car and those a are, child. Like what? what there's are you there's about? a large difference between a twelve year old boy and my Volkswagen Beetle. And is it like is it like a Volkswagen Beetle or is it like a Volkswagen van? Because those are bigger. They just say Volkswagen. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> and so they these catfish were eating the chickens like whole. There's also legends. I'm going to go with the size of a car then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't, um, I'm, I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> my brain just pictured a 12 year old like swimming sideways and their jaw just like unhinging like a snake and like eating a chicken hole. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, there are also legends that these um, giant catfish cause giant hazardous waves which is why i would also think they are the size of a volkswagen how the fuck would a giant fish cause a giant wave like with its tail or something not that would capsize a boat i don't know 
Um, so I watched <laughs> I watched an episode of Expedition X on um yes on Discovery Plus about Lake Lanier, and this is Joshua Gaines, Phil Torres, who is a uh, field biologist, and uh, Jessica Chalbot, who is a paranormal researcher. Um, they talked to several people in the community. One of them was a girl named Rachel Sanders. This was um, her story that she was swimming in the lake, um, training for like a triathlon or something. And as she was swimming, she starts hearing shrieking, just like screaming. And then something starts pulling her down into the water. And she said everything went black. And she woke up on the shore of an island, one of the 160 islands that are on the lake without any clue of how she got there. And when she got up and looked into the, like, like onto the lake, she saw a woman, a woman in a blue dress standing in the water. And no, and she didn't want to get back in the water. So she eventually just went up to the highest point on the, on the Island and like flagged down a boat to take her back to shore. Yep. Same. Yeah. (laughs) Um, they actually got evidence of tombstones at 160 feet. I'm thinking it's in Lake Lanier guys. Like, Literally watch this again and tell me if I'm being crazy and if I heard something wrong, but I don't know. Um, they did get an EVP. Under the water. Under the water, which was weird. That was so weird. weird. I watched um, this with her. <laughs> so Phil Torres asks, are you upset with the creation of the lake? And it just sounds like there's a crowd of people talking to him underwater. It's very weird. Um, there was another local who did not want to reveal his identity. He said um, there are a lot of... Um, sightings of the lady of the lake at the Alta Vista cemetery, actually. Really? And, okay. Yeah. And he said, um, that he was crossing through the cemetery to go home. And when he got to the edge of the woods, he heard like howling and he thought it was coyotes or something. Um, and then realized it was screaming. And then he turned oh, like, oh, like he turned a little and then saw the woman in the blue dress and then she disappeared and he yeeted himself right out of there. Uh, yeah, I wanted to. So there's that. <laughs> Um, they also investigated the Alta Vista Cemetery. I don't know how legitimate this was. Um, like I said, there are lots of Lady of the Lake sightings there. They da- they asked if Delia was there. Wind chimes in the woods went off. And there was no wind and nobody was there. And they didn't see any animals. Um, and they also found these weird unmarked crosses in the woods. Like handmade, like, like I don't know, nailed together. It was weird. That's weird. It was very weird. Um, I mean, you watched this with me. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and they put a blue dress in the woods as a tr- trigger object, and the arm of it moved. And they heard these weird female screams, but I just don't. They seemed fake to me. I don't know. They those seemed fake. I was gonna say I've like I I watched I watch a lot of ghost shows, and when we when we were watching that, all I kept thinking was, and I explained I explained this to Macy in the moment. It's like, you know, when we when you watch a ghost adventures, they talk about the fact that whenever they go to a place, most likely, most likely they have some kind of police presence, especially when it's somewhere like last week, when I was talking about Goatman's bridge, they had, they had a police presence surrounding the area so that nobody can get in and mess with their investigation. Right. And all I kept thinking is like, somebody got in there and this is such a big area. This is a massive, massive area. And it's like, you know, it's not that well known of a show. It's not like Ghost Adventures where their fans will show up everywhere, everywhere, like on top of them. Like this is, you know, maybe some assholes found out that they were filming this in the woods at night and when decided, did one just you know, them? decided to be jerks and they're out there screaming and making sounds. And it's like, 
that's what makes it hard for me to believe is because I just know people are jerks. Right, 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 right. And it's like, it's not like they're trying to make us believe fake things. It's just like, that's what they captured. So they're going to play it. But it's like, is it? Yeah. Is it real? Um, They followed these weird screens and they ended up at the water. That was weird. That is weird. Um, Yeah. You guys are probably asking yourselves, Maisie, did you listen to the Morbid episode about this? I did. They had a lot of information that I had. But I'm going to talk about um, the two things that they talked about a lot. I don't really want to go too deep into them because um, they are unsolved cases. And it would maybe be interesting to go a little deeper into them later on. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to touch on them. Um, There are two very weird unsolved um, cases that involve Lake Lanier. The first is of a gentleman named Kelly Nash. Um... He disappeared in January um, of 2015. He wasn't feeling good. He'd gotten up in the middle of the night. He was playing video games. His girlfriend saw him. Um, And then when she woke up again, like very early in the morning to get ready for work, he was gone. The garage door was partly open and um, a clip and and a nine millimeter pistol were missing, but nothing else. His wallet was home still. His phone was home still. Nothing seemed to be out of place. Um, he was found dead in Lake Lanier one month later um, with a gunshot wound. Morbid said it was to the head, but like there, she said like there were sources that said it was to the head, but I don't really know. Da, 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 da. Interesting. Unsolved to this day. The other is the murder of 16-year-old Hannah Trulove. She went missing on August 24th of 2012. She was found the next day in the woods next to the lake, and she had been stabbed and had possibly oh. bled out. Um, but it was weird because, um, like I said, Morbid said that she had been underwater for a, a while. Like there had been a storm and she was like submerged in like a little bit of water that had come up onto the. Oh, like, like the lake the, flooded a yeah. little bit and then receded. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like there was no physical evidence. Wow. But all of her stab wounds would not have been like. They think that maybe she bled out because they didn't think that her stab wounds were like they weren't fatal. fatal yeah yeah but um she was tweeting weird stuff around the time tweeted about a stalker tw- tweeted about being scared but again and there's been some like talk about some cars that were in the area at the time but no one has come forward um oh. in regards to her death um if you guys That's again really i'm gonna put this out there if you guys know anything about the murder of hannah true love please contact the Hall County Sheriff at 770-531-6885. But that's where that stands. Yeah. So, um, that's Lake Lanier. I don't ever want to go there and people should stop going there. Don't ever go there. Why would you want to go there? You're going to die. In a bad way. Like, it's not going to be fun. Don't go there. Why would you want to go there? Here's, here's <laughs> my PSA. Don't go there. <laughs> like, like, here's my thoughts on all of this. Why the fuck do you want to go there? Stop going there. <laughs> don't go there. Just don't do it. You're gonna die. Da, 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 da. In the jungle. Walk up to the jungle. <laughs> this is what happens when you marry a classic rock band. <laughs> anyway, guys, that's that. Oh, I didn't like that. Spooky, spooky lake. 
I'm going to have really bad nightmares about water tonight. I know it. I can feel it in my bones. There was this water that I used to like. Water. <laughs> there was this book that I read in high school called like. Um, there's a song. Dreadful sorry, Clementine. Do you know that song? Oh, my darling. Oh, my darling. Oh, my darling, Clementine. You are lost and gone forever. Dreadful sorry, Clementine. Cool. I'm going to have nightmares about drowning in water while you sing that song oh from God. the shore. Um, Dear God. There was like a song. There was like a, there was like a, a book. I, f- I feel like it was a book. Maybe I'm crazy. Called like dreadful, like dreadful sorry or something like like that had something to do with that like that song yeah and um it was about a girl that like died drowning in the lake like and there was like a ghost in the lake like pulling you down and like you know i i just like i just this made me think of that i mean i think it was the ocean i but this like made me think of that i was like you're gonna die out there honestly my brain goes to uh, the episode of supernatural what's that one I don't know if you remember. It's like one of the very first episodes of Supernatural. It's I'm 99.9% sure it's within the first season. I think it's like one of the first 10 fucking episodes. Mm-hmm. And it's the one where the little boy goes missing. And it's oh. like all those years later. And the kid got drowned in the lake or the, whatever. The daughter goes out on the lake one morning and like is swimming. And you can like see her in the water and like all of a sudden she just gets pulled under really fast mm-hmm. and that's like how the episode starts yeah yeah and, yeah i remember that and then you find out like all these years ago they like accidentally killed this boy and they like i i, I don't exactly remember what was pulling them down yeah they like, were like I, th- I think they were like bullying bullying him and they were holding him under the water and they accidentally killed him and so they like buried his bike in their yard and like left his body in the lake and he had like come back to the family and was like killing his children to get revenge on him for killing him right 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 yeah. that was like I, that i remember that now that was like one of the really old episodes of supernatural and that's exactly what it made me think of was like ghost people like dragging you down into the lake because that's exactly what happens that's to this day one of the episodes that freaks me out the most is because there's just this one scene in that where they just show the water it's literally just the water and all you see is the eyes up of the boy and he just like slowly sinks into the water and to this day i have like this mental image of that part of that episode in my brain oh my god and it lives rent free and i do not like it (laughs) (laughs) it terrifies the piss out of me and i it's that was like when supernatural was actually kind of scary in the beginning oh yeah 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 but yeah so psa guys (laughs) don't go there don't go swimming don't go swimming don't go swimming ever just just don't go swimming in water you can't see the bottom of. and don't party at a lake that's dangerous this is not a lake that's literally meant to be used used by a population so Anyway, guys, I hope that was better than Hell's Bridge. I feel like it was. It was. I did, I did a deep dive on that thing. You did. It was very good. I'm sorry. I yawned. It's okay. <laughs> we're, doing this, we're doing this late. We're doing this late. Anyway, Nicole. Where can they find us? Guys, <laughs> listen to this massive ass list. We are on Patreon, as we mentioned earlier on in the episode. Um, it is patreon.com slash buzzkillerspodcast. 
Um, if you hop onto that website, you can subscribe to us. It is either $2 a month or $1 a month. We are cheap dates. You <laughs> get all this exclusive content. Like we mentioned, we're going to be posting lots about Paracon that we're going to in a couple weeks. Um, and if you sign up for the $2 tier, we'll send you like a personalized letter with some buzzkiller stickers. It's just some, you can't get anywhere else. It's just a fun time. Um, and if you would like to follow our social medias, we are on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Buzzkillers Podcast. At Buzzkillers Podcast. We are on Twitter at Buzzkillers Pod. At Buzzkillers Pod. Um, and if you would like to listen to us, we are basically everywhere that you can stream your podcasts. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music slash Audible, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and our host platypus, Podbean. Podbean. Um, and of course, we have our beautiful website, which is buzzkillerspodcast.com. If you head over there, you can learn a little bit about Macy and I. You can read all about the wines that we have tried. There is a whole page dedicated to if you just want to listen to us and you don't really want, you know, have a streaming platform, you can do it right from your computer. There is um, also a contact, content, content, there's a contact page, um, which has a form on it that you can fill out. It'll send us a direct message straight to our email. Um, You know, guys, send us monthly topics that you would like to hear about cases you want us to cover send us your own personal experiences if you've ever been involved in literally anything true crime or paranormal we would love to hear literally tell me if you've been to lake linear please yeah if you have your own lake linear story share it we would love that and you might just hear it on the podcast um or if you want to just you know send a little hey we're here for that too um and if you don't want to use the website you can write to us directly at buzzkillerspodcast at gmail.com buzzkillerspodcast at gmail.com hell yeah did we talk about youtube did i skip i felt like i skipped something thank you um (laughs) (laughs) i scrolled a little too fast um we are also on youtube which if you hop in your little handy dandy search bar it is just buzzkillers colon a true crime podcast yep uh yeah and that'd be all of it that's all that's we had it. a lot of business at the beginning, guys. So I'm gonna we let did. you. I'm gonna let you get out of here <laughs> now. But tune in next week for our last urban legend of the month, and then we take a break, and then we will be back in November for my birthday month. Yeah, and I'm excited because I've got a case lined up that I'm like literally gonna start researching tomorrow. I'm so pumped. It's going to be so good. Well, I already started because I already said like a couple episodes ago that I. But it wasn't like I didn't get that far. But I've been researching it in my free time. Yeah. But then I didn't have any free time. Because <laughs> this one, I was like, let's restart at the last second. <laughs> and that's me. Um, But anyway, don't be buzzkill. Be a buzzard. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> okay, we love you. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by BK Creations, LLC.